Hello and welcome back to Trolled Teaching. I'm Mr H and in this episode we're taking a deep dive into the events that led up to a day that changed my life forever. My expulsion from school. It's a story not just of rebellion and conflict but also of a young person's struggle to find their place in a world that seems to be against them. Let's start from the beginning. Our story today rewinds to a time when my world was a confusing blend of home and school challenges. Thinking back to my home life at the time, the atmosphere was tense. I lived with my mum, brother and stepdad. I often felt like an outsider, misunderstood and out of place. I was often called stupid by my family, something that started at a young age. I was always angry and had difficulty in controlling my emotions and would react. I punched and kicked walls and doors to get my frustration out, but it didn't help at all. Sometimes I'd just cry, other times I'd shout at my family, swearing and all sorts. I felt more comfortable staying with friends, sleeping at their houses, and something that my mum never checked in to ask where I was, something she later lied about. I never felt welcomed, and it's so difficult to think back to a time where I felt comfortable at home with them. My only saviour was my sister, someone that I felt never judged me and was on my side. When I was 14, she had moved out, and there were odd times where I would go sleep on the floor in her shared house. This became more frequent as I got older. It wasn't the greatest experience, sleeping on a wooden floor inside essentially someone's bedroom in a house filled with strangers. I never felt welcomed and it's so difficult. This feeling of alienation wasn't just confined to home. At school I felt similarly isolated. For the last two years at school I was getting into trouble almost every single day for arguing, refusing instructions and just being annoying to other students, upsetting people. I was on a report card every single week. My school had a tiered system where the highest report card was read and this meant that it would be checked by the head teacher, a weekly meeting that I never looked forward to. After a while I got tired and bored of having these arguments. I was just fed up of school so I decided to avoid school for a whole month. I'd leave the house at seven in the morning and just head to town to hang out with my older friends. People that I felt comfortable with. The school was supposed to be a safe haven, a place of learning and growth, but for me it was anything but. This went on for such a long time. As I said, it was a month. I would just hang around in town. Sometimes there'd be a police officer or, or something, and they never checked. I'd heard stories about them picking students up that were skipping school and they would basically just drop them off at school or home. Uh, somehow I managed to get away with it every time. When I eventually returned to school, it was like entering enemy territory. I was placed in the isolation room, cut off from my classmates, left to stew in my own thoughts. Day after day, week after week, I sat there feeling like a prisoner. The member of staff in the room was this woman who would immediately shout if you didn't sit in silence and do work even if you, your attention drifted. Interactions with teachers were like lighting a fuse. Each class was a battleground, each conversation a clash. 
I was there physically, but mentally I was elsewhere. I couldn't connect, couldn't engage. The teachers seemed distant, unable to see past the whole facade of being a troubled teenager. I would often act up because I didn't want to be sat in a classroom anymore, which in hindsight didn't help me at all. There was a day that I tried to explain my situation, that I had been kicked out of the house and I had been staying at my granddad's. The school tried to help as much as they could, but part of this was that they had to contact home because they wanted to hear my mum's side of the story. I warned them not to do this. I told them that I will just get blamed for everything and it would be a waste of time talking to her. So they called. There were accusations. Um, I was being blamed for everything. Everything's my fault. You know, family's done nothing wrong. No one was on my side. The school, their hands were tied. There wasn't anything they could do. I just felt alone, unsupported and unheard. Months passed. I think it was about three months before the end of the school year. I remember it vividly. The tension, the defiance, the need to make a stand. It was during a PE lesson, my least favourite lesson, with the least favourite teachers, because I felt that they were bullies to anyone. I messed around to get kicked out of the lesson. I was just being silly with the instructions, just trying to wind them up as much as possible and be defiant. Suddenly I remember being chased to the changing rooms by the one teacher. He was telling me how much of a mistake I was making with my life. I responded with swearing at him. At some point he called me stupid. Later I learned that this was a trigger for me. I exploded into personal insults about him, his job and everything that I could think of. This obviously made him angry. He demanded I go to the head teacher's office and I told him it wasn't going to happen and that I'm just going to get changed, and then I'm leaving the school grounds. Whilst all this was going on, the head teacher must have heard it. So he came out to meet us. He told the teacher to come into his office, and told me to go and get changed. After getting changed, I need to go to his office. So I went and did that. And when I came back, I was sat outside the, the office, wondering what's going to happen. We had had many conversations over the last year about my behaviour, report cards, general conduct, just everything. He invited me in looking displeased. Sitting in this office, I felt a mix of emotions. He explained that I'd gone too far. He called my mum there and then to explain the events. After the call, he said, I'm sorry, but you've made things too difficult. You need to leave. He explained that I've crossed the line and I can no longer return to the school and that I should just head home now. As I left his office, I had a huge grin on my face, thinking, I've won. I've done it. Everything I wanted, no more school. What more could I want? So I walked out of those gates, head held high, but just as I was walking past the school, I had this feeling come over me, this sense of panic. I started to wonder, what have I done? What am I going to do now? Have I just messed up my life? What, What's actually happening? So now my usual walk home felt so much longer than any other day. The sense of dread was growing with every footstep. It was such a long walk. Once I reached the house, I was met by my brother. 
he had a huge smirk on his face, saying, you're in a lot of trouble now. Naturally, I reacted aggressively, told him to get out of my face, swore at him, called him names, told him it's none of his business. As I walked past him, I found that my mum and my sister were waiting for me. My sister looked disappointed. I'd never really seen that look in her face, particularly because of me. She didn't say anything. She just sat there. My mum started shouting and told me that I needed to leave the house. Everything was being blamed on me. There was nothing I could do. There was no defence. There was no back-talking. There were no arguments, no apologies, nothing. I had nothing to say back. I just had to leave. So I grabbed my stuff as much as what I could. Um, started walking, trying to figure out where I could go. I'd gone past a few people's houses that I knew, um, you know, schoolmates and things. Obviously, they couldn't take me in. Tricky situation. Um, so I headed into town where my usual friends are. I just felt so frustrated. Just didn't know what I could actually do. Thankfully, one of my friends said I could go stay at his, have some drinks, play some video games. So I did that. I explained everything to his family and they were on my side and, you know, but what's that going to do? It doesn't help me in the slightest. No one had any suggestions. I was just on my own at that point. When I woke up, I thought, I need to do something now. I need to figure out what I'm doing next. And in our next episode, we'll explore the immediate aftermath. How does one cope when everything familiar falls apart? And that's where today's story ends. Join me next time as we continue this journey through the uncharted territory of a life suddenly turned upside down. Thank you for listening to Troubled Teaching. I'm Mr H, sharing my story in hopes that it resonates with yours.